You're listening to episode 51 of the We Got The Runs podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about how to turn your miles into money. Welcome to the We Got The Runs podcast. I'm your host, Letty Lundquist, and I invite you to join me as we talk about all things running. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to make every run a good run. Hey runners, welcome to episode 51, and hello Ryan. Hi Letty. So for those of you that are new to this podcast, because it seems like our podcast is growing, we are Ryan and Letty from the We Got The Runs podcast, and we want to welcome you. We have a weekly podcast where we talk about inspiration, motivation, and also educational stuff. That was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. I'm glad I didn't stutter. <laughs> you got that down. So tell us what's new in running. So we have some running news. As you guys know, or maybe don't know, the Boston Marathon has finally let people know who of the many applicants made it in for this year's race. And they have a huge cutoff time and it's seven minutes and 47 seconds. And so... For someone that then doesn't run Boston or done, doesn't run a lot of marathons, like I like running, um, you explained it to me, so I'll try to explain it. So I guess there's a set off, set times based on age groups, um, for the Boston Marathon, but then based on the number of applicants, that time could be less. So say you had to run a four hour marathon, which is what, probably like a hundred years old now? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> They put a cutoff time, you know, of four hours. So if you don't get it due in four hours, you can't go. But then if another number of people apply is high enough, then that cutoff time even gets less. So in this case, it's seven minutes and 47 seconds less than four hours. But that applies to every age group. So when you're in your age group, should we tell people your age? My age group should be 30, uh, 35 to 39, I believe. Okay. And so what's and your time? So I don't know my qualifying time, but I know that if you're 18 to 34 as a female, your qualifying time would be at 3.30. So what that means is you qualify to apply, but you must have ran a three hours and 22 minutes and 13 second marathon this year in order to actually be able to participate. So you're in that age group. Exactly. And that 747 is for every age group, so all around the board. But you said you made it in, but you didn't know what your qualifying time was. Did you? Well, I ran a 318, so I know that that's well below a 330, which is for the younger age group, the qualifying standard. So I know... So you're like an 18-year-old. <laughs> well, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't dislike that comment. I didn't dislike it. I do like it when I get carded nowadays when I go to the grocery store, but I think it's just the law. What is it? What is it? Costco the other day? They like entered a birth date for you. And so it's like, it depends on what they enter if they enter. Oh yeah. We were buying wine at Costco and she entered 1111189 and I was just happy, but I think it was just because that's the year, <laughs> that's the year you're 21, but actually it's not right. It's that actually would make you 31. So man, we're getting old. Anyway, moving on <laughs> from that. <laughs> So you've got a race. When is it? Next weekend? Yes, I do have a, a relay coming up. It's the Keys 100 race. 
that I'm going to do along with six other people, which includes a driver, so actually five other runners. That does sound cool. It's going to be fun to meet you in the finish line. Yes. So you're meeting me in Key West, and the race starts at the starting line in Key Largo. So 100 miles away, and you get to actually run across 40 islands with the Atlantic Ocean on your left. And Is it the, 40 islands? Yes, it's 40 islands. Wow. And on the other side, you have the Florida Bay Gulf of Mexico. So who knows what you'll see along the way. It'll be super exciting. Lots of, you're probably by the end of it, you'll probably be sick of beaches and, well, there's not a lot of beaches, but you'll be sick of like the blue waters and bridges. I don't know how you could get sick of that. (laughs) So you'll each, are you going to each run equally? Yes. So they have actually proposed exchange points on their website. And so no run is longer than two to four miles, except for the seven mile bridge, which makes a lot of sense because it's going to be a really hot run, um, 80s, 90s, and a ton of humidity. Are you required to exchange on the exchange points or can you skip a few? You can do whatever you want, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You also don't have to have six people. You can also try to do it with two people if you want. Is it six the max? Six is the max, yes. That's So it's still 20 miles per person, not six, five. 17-ish. So that's not too bad, I guess. I mean, if you're going to be mixing it up throughout the day. Because you guys will be pretty fast, I think, right? Um, I mean, I'm hoping we'll be fast. But, you know, there's also other teams. So you have co-ed teams. We're a co-ed team because we have two females. And then they have female teams and male teams. What's your team name? So our team name is going to be We Got The Runs. Speaking of which, we have some news for our listeners. We're going to be changing our podcast name for season two, which is coming up in two episodes. Instead of We Got The Runs podcast, we're going to be the marathon running podcast by We Get The Runs. And uh, yeah, we already changed our Instagram handle to at running podcast and our website too. And it's going to be very exciting. Why are you changing it? So we're changing it because I have a friend that actually works in marketing. And she said, in order to fully grow your podcast, unless you're a celebrity, go with something that people actually search for. Nobody's going to go try to find a podcast for I've got the runs. Usually you try to seek a doctor for that. (laughs) So we're redoing our logo. We're doing the forwarding to the website. I'm learning about SEO. So get ready for a new intro to our season two as well. I'm excited for all the new listeners that might come. Me too. Not that we don't appreciate the ones we have. We're very grateful. So speaking about being grateful. So today we're going to talk about how we can turn our miles into money. Do you like that? I do. That sounds good. Anything money, right? Well, I mean, you run in to make money for somebody. Sounds good to me. Right. So, so there's a few different ways of how we can do this. And one very simple way, there is a website called Achievement where you can connect your Garmin or Apple Watch data to their platform and get points. And for every 10,000 points that you collect, you earn a gift card or even better, you can donate that money to charity. So I'm going to provide a link in the show notes that you can use and start earning some money for your miles. And in addition to that, if you want to do more, the good news is that there are other options to put your runs into money, no matter if you're already doing it with one company. 
It's kind of like running a virtual race at the same time that you're running an in-person race. Many people have been doing that as the races start disappearing and you earn a double medal. So who did you interview? So in this episode, I also talked to Jean Gurkhoff, the founder of another company that does the sort of thing called Charity Miles, which works with that same concept. You log your miles and put them to work. I asked him what they do, how they work, and how we too can get involved. We also asked him who the sponsors are and what charities they support and um, much more. So we get to learn all that next. So without any further ado, here is my interview with Jean Gurkhoff. All right, so I'm here with Jean Gurkha from Charity Miles. Jean, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. I love the name of this podcast, by the way. I'm really big into puns and very much appreciate what you're doing there. Oh, good. I'm glad it works for someone. <laughs> so, Jean, thanks again. And, uh, can you tell me about yourself, who you are, and how you are connected to Charity Miles? Sure. My name is Gene, and I'm the founder of Charity Miles, which I started almost nine years ago. Um, and Charity Miles is an app that basically takes all the miles that you're going to walk, run, or bike anyway, and helps you turn them into money for charity. There's a few different ways that we do that, which maybe I'll share a little bit more about later. Um, but it's a very simple app. We're usually one of the top featured walking and running apps in the app store. Whenever there's an article about the top five running or walking apps, we're usually one of them. We've got millions of members all over the world. Um, we have an incredible community of people all over the world that is just the greatest privilege of my life to be a part of this community. And for the people out there, if you're not yet a part of it, we'd love for you to join it. It's really simple. Just go to your app store, type in the word charity will be the first thing that comes up. And uh, you can download it and we can help you take all those miles that you're running and walking and biking anyway and, and turn them into money for great causes. That sounds so amazing. So let's dive into how you created this platform or charity. Um, so I used to be a finance lawyer on Wall Street doing the Lord's work. Uh, this is going back a long time ago. Like I said, I started Charity Miles nine years ago. And uh, when I was in law school, almost 20 years ago, um, I started to run. That's when I started my running journey. And um, I started running marathons to raise money for Parkinson's research in honor of my grandfather who had Parkinson's at the time. And, you know, through the years, I, you know, was running marathons. I was raising, you know, a few thousand dollars from my friends. They would sponsor me. Um, then I got very involved with the Michael J. Fox Foundation, was one of the founding members of Team Fox, which is their grassroots fundraising program. Um, that has since raised many millions of dollars for Parkinson's research. And it's an incredible organization. And I always wanted to get more people involved raising money for charity. I also wanted to get companies to sponsor us. Um, and when iPhones came out, I thought, well, if I can get enough people on one side of the phone, then maybe companies would want to be on the other side of the phone and they would sponsor us for charity. Um, and so that was like the genesis of the idea. Started um, with that idea that, you know, we could get a lot of people like me using this app and then companies would want to sponsor us. And it has, we did that and we have great sponsors, which I'm really proud of, but we've also added a lot of other ways that we can help you turn your miles into money for charity. Uh, over the years, the app has taken a lot of evolutions and it grows and it's continuing to evolve and grow. 
Um, so it's very much still a work in progress. That's cool, though. I mean, it's amazing how far we've come ever since, uh, as you mentioned, iPhones uh, came out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market i know you touched on it a little bit but can you dumb it down and tell us how this works so if somebody's sitting at home and thinks hey this is a great idea what do i need to do and um you, you mentioned there's an app where can we find it and then what are the next steps that we have to take sure just go to your phone's app store iphone or android type in the word charity It'll be the first thing that comes up. If for some reason it doesn't, type in Charity Miles, it will come up. And uh, just download it like you would any app. You create an account like you would with any app. And the app basically connects to your phones. On Apple, it's your health kit, your Apple Health app. Uh, on Android, it's the internal basically pedometer and GPS. And it just tracks your steps all day as you're walking. You don't really need to remember to do anything. You can use the app like you would use Map My Run or Strava to track a run, um, but you don't even have to remember to do that. You can sync it to Strava. If you have a Garmin watch or an Apple watch or another fitness tracker that connects to your health kit, that'll come into the app as well. Um, very easy to use. It's a very simple app. Like I said, whenever there's an article about the top five running apps, we're usually one of them and we are the least sophisticated by far. We don't have maps. We don't have graphs. We don't have heart rate. We don't have calories or pace or anything like that. It's just a very simple app. You move and then we help you turn your miles into money for charity. Um, the ways that we help you turn your miles into money for charity, there's a few different ways. So one of them is that we have companies, corporate partners, And this is what we started with. This is the, the original idea of the app. And so for, you know, I, I go out and I spend a lot of my time trying to find companies that will sponsor us, companies that will basically take money that they might otherwise spend advertising on Facebook uh, or in a magazine instead of advertising on Facebook, giving us some of that money. And then that money, you know, some of those companies are like Athleta, Brooks has sponsored us, um, We have a really cool new sponsorship coming up with Honey Stinger, which we're really excited about. Um, our latest sponsor is the California Almond Board. So California Almonds, which I love because we're sponsored by Nuts, which is great. And, um, you know, great companies that really want to connect with active, healthy, socially conscious people. And they would pay us for advertising. And then some of that money goes in, you know, we use to operate the business. And then the rest of it goes into a sponsorship pool And then that pool is allocated amongst our charity partners in proportion to the miles done for each charity. So if a charity gets X percent of the miles, they'll get X percent of that pool. And for a long time, that was like the only thing that we had um, as far as like where the money comes from for the charities. And while we're really proud of that, and it's great because, you know, you can just use the app and you don't have to do anything and there's money going to charity. It makes it really easy for you. Um, there's some limitations to it. Uh, some obvious, some not obvious. The obvious one is that it's not an unlimited amount of money. So as much as I've tried, I have not figured out how to get a blank check from a company yet. And I continue to try every day. 
Um, so there's like a real body first, like we're not able to give as much money to our charity partners as we want because it's not an unlimited amount of money. We always want to find other ways that we can give them money. And then second, um, we weren't able to add more charities to the app. We had grown from like 10 really great charities. We grew up to about 40 charities and that was really even too much for the amount of sponsorship resources that we were getting from the companies. So a couple of years ago, we started to look for other ways that we could help you turn your miles into money for charity so that we could both raise more money for our current charity partners and also add other charities to the app. So one of the things that we added is the ability for a charity to have its own sponsor in the app. Instead of us going out and getting the sponsors of a charity has companies that it's working with, or if a company comes to us and says, we want to support this charity, we can do that. So increasingly, a lot of our charity charities will have their own sponsors in the app. It's not coming from our sponsorship pool. And that's actually a lot more fruitful for the charities. And then also you can ask your friends to sponsor you if you want. And if you do that, there's really no limit to how much your miles could be worth. So Currently, I'm earning $6 per mile for every mile that I do from my friends, which is great. You know, if I walk a mile to work, I get $6. If I go for a four mile on the run in the morning, I get $24. There's really no limit to how much you can earn if you put yourself out there with a couple of Facebook posts and your friends sponsor you. And, um, you know, we were talking before the call, before you hit the record button, Letty, and you said like, you feel uncomfortable asking your friends to sponsor you. You don't know how to fundraise. So we kind of really make it easy for you to just, you know, share your charity miles, just show what you're doing and make it easy for your friends to sponsor you. Take some of that fear out of there. Um, and then finally, we added something that allows companies to sponsor their employees. Um, so we have a lot of companies or hundreds of companies that we work with that are sponsoring their employees miles. And that's great because companies are really looking for ways to, you know, promote well-being within their company and also promote a culture of giving back. And this is a really easy way for them to do both. So those are the different ways that we help people just take the miles that they're doing anyway and turn them into money for charity. Yeah, those are some excellent ideas. And I appreciate you explaining all the different ways, you know, from employer based versus if you don't have anybody, if your friends aren't willing to sponsor you that you're just kind of doing it and getting money from the corporate pool. So before we're hitting the record button, as you mentioned, you were telling me about a really couple awesome stories, how somebody was using your app. Can you tell us about those again? One of our members an 11 year old boy, he's now 13, but when he was 11, he walked across the United States with charity miles, uh, 4,300 miles, 4,500 miles, 43, 4,500 miles from Key West to the Northwest of Washington state, uh, barefoot Jake Brown ran across the United States barefoot. Uh, one of our members is Jimmy Choi. He's a friend of mine. He has Parkinson's disease. I think he's 46 or 47 years old. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's when he was in his twenties. So very young to be diagnosed with Parkinson's. And at the time he was not an athlete at all. He was, you know, over, I think over 200 pounds out of shape. Um, and, you know, he started to run, started to, and he's since done hundreds of marathons, I think over a hundred marathons. I could be wrong about that. I mean, be over a hundred half marathons, many, many marathons, ultra marathons. But his, a few years ago, his daughter started to do like these American Ninja Warrior style classes for kids. And so he started doing that with her and he got really into it. And he was just on American Ninja Warrior for the fifth time. 
Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> really just an incredible story. We have podcasts with him that you could listen to if you want to check out our podcast. Um, and but even more than these like incredible athlete accomplishment stories, like we have people that walk their dog every day with it. Since like the day we started, there's these two sisters in outside of Boston. They're I think they're twins or they're close in age. They live near each other. They're adults. And every morning they walk their dogs together. And every morning they tweet me the Boston weather report. And that is the first thing I do every morning is I open Twitter to find out the weather in Boston from these first, from these sisters. Um, we have the stories that people have shared with me. Just it's, it's a really inspiring community to be a part of. And I think that that's one of the things that our members like most about it is, you know, you can connect with us in our Facebook group. We have a Strava club. We have a Peloton hashtag or on Instagram. If you type in, Hashtag charity miles, you'll see hundreds of thousands of pictures that people share all over the world in the most beautiful places and the most regular places. Um, just doing, you know, walking, running, biking with a cause in their heart and sharing their stories. And um, like I said, it's the greatest privilege of my life that I get to be a part of this community. That's awesome, Dean. Thank you so much. And then if people want to, can you mention the website again, and then perhaps also your Instagram or Facebook account, whichever you use? Yeah. So uh, website is charitymiles.org. And the social media is at charitymiles everywhere. All of, well, I guess on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook is charitymiles. Um, we're not on TikTok or Snapchat. <laughs> I'm in my 40s. I'm not <laughs> getting into that. Um, so, um, but yeah, just check it out. Charity Miles, look wherever you want. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you, Dean. I hope you guys follow him and his company and try to get involved with it. If you're an employer, then maybe that's something you can think about for your employees so you can also do something good in the world. All right, that's it, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And until next time, have a great week of running. Thanks for listening. For training tips, previous podcast episodes, and fun merchandise for runners, please check out our website at wgtr.us. That's wgtr.us. And as always, have a wonderful week of running.